joining me now for our wellness segment is naturopath and yogi teacher, yoga teacher Erin O'Hara. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, endometriosis. This is such a great topic this week because we March is Endometriosis Awareness Month, but you know, it just affects so many people, doesn't it? And it is so hard to diagnose. I feel like it's kind of like a hidden disease yeah. that not a lot of people know about it, especially if you don't suffer from it yourself. Um, and it's actually one in 10 women have endometriosis. And quite often it's so hidden that they don't even know they have it until they try and conceive. And then they realise that they can't get pregnant. You quite often hear two stories. You hear of people who've been in a lot of pain since they were quite young, even teenagers. And then you hear of people who, as you say, are quite stunned to discover later on in life. They, that they actually have it. Tell, tell us a bit about what it is. So endometriosis is where you've got the endometrial tissue and it's outside of the uterus. So that tissue should be inside the uterus and when it starts developing outside of the uterus, it creates a lot of pain and a lot of cramping. So every time that woman would get a period, they'd have a lot more cramping, a lot more pain, a lot more inflammation than a normal person. And most of the symptoms are pelvic pain, severe cramping. Sometimes the cramping can be so bad that um, girls or women will vomit um, with their menstrual cycles, um, pain on intercourse, excessive bleeding, so incredibly heavy periods which are hard to manage, um, infertility problems and then also it can link to other organs that are around the uterus, so things like irritable bowel syndrome because there might be some endometrial tissue in the bowel or also irritable bladder as well so it can affect other organs around the uterus as well. So they're all quite obvious symptoms, they're quite in your face symptoms so why is it hard to diagnose? Is it hard to, because it could be, those could be associated with many other things, those sort of symptoms? Well you could get um, period cramps without having endometriosis as well and that's why it's so hard to diagnose is that you can't just do an ultrasound or a blood test and be like you've got endometriosis instead you actually have to go in and do keyhole surgery and have a little look around and see what's there and that's how they find out that's the only diagnostic tool for endometriosis is going in, looking around, removing the endometrial tissue um, in the places where it shouldn't be. And then commonly the mainstream medical approach would be to put a marina in to regulate estrogen levels because that is one of our risk factors for endometriosis is estrogen levels. So they'll put in a marina to regulate the estrogen levels in the uterus. Is it becoming more common or are we just learning more about it and hearing more about it? I think it is becoming more common. I was doing a lot of research on this. There's not a lot of studies around it, but actually you are seeing it more commonly popping up. And I think there's lots of influencing factors in our modern day lifestyle that can cause that. So things like xenoestrogens and plastics, um, our stressful lifestyles, living as modern day humans, um, and diet, a lot more processed foods and sugar and inflammatory foods that can relate to endometriosis. What about how how we self-manage it? Yeah, so um, obviously if, if you are wanting to manage it naturally, looking at how to reduce your inflammation, so looking at exercise, improving circulation, your nutrition, managing all the inflammation through anti-inflammatory diets, um, and also looking into supplementation um, with maybe seeing a naturopath and getting some advice there. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Erin O'Hara.